Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome back to another episode of Deeds in the Desert. Today, we are going to be discussing the loan portfolio performance record. And on the episode is going to be Carrie Cook, president of Ignite Funding, and Pat Vassar, director of underwriting. Welcome, guys. All right. Let's move on to total loans funded by year. You know, Pat, I think we got to go back. We've been together a long time. Our spouses would agree. Very long time. <laughs> Do you remember 2011? Which day? March 21st, 2011. I remember that day rather vividly, as a matter of fact. So do I. It was the first day that we started offering commercial loans at Ignite Funding. And looking at this chart, that was March. The whole year... We funded slightly over $29 million. You remember how hard it was to fund those first couple of loans? Oh, my gosh. Who <laughs> uh, is right? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> it was It was crazy. Painstaking, very deliberate, methodical. Um, it was a process in which I'm glad we have added some technology, added yeah. some bodies, and added some clarity with regulators of how to... Uh, how these deals should be formulated. Yeah. Labor of love. It really was. It was a labor of love that year after year looking at this um, paid off. But I want to kind of draw some attention to a couple of years in here where we see a dip and when we see some flat. Um, do you remember 2015, 16? Do you remember what happened? No. <laughs> was this motion? This is what I love about Pat right here, right here. That was motion. That okay. was motion properties. And just when we were starting to get our bearings underneath us, we kind of got the rug pulled out from underneath us when we had about a third of our portfolio go into default at one time. You remember those days? Absolutely. I mean, it was it was crazy. And we, I mean, it was like the sky is falling, right? We had that moment. Um, but you know what? We pulled on our, pulled up our bootstraps. <laughs> we got through it. Investors did not lose any money during that a third of our portfolio going to default. And I think that's really where we, we began to get our traction. Mm -hmm. We realized that no matter what was thrown at us, we were going to be able to overcome that. Yes. Did it take us a minute? Did we pull back? Did we have to, you know, re-strategize? Did we have to allocate more time to the default situation at the same time we were trying to grow our portfolio? We absolutely did. So you see a bit of a flat line in there <clears throat> or a drop and then a flat line and then a, we're crawling out of it. And then we see it again, <clears throat> 2018, 2019. Okay, Pat, please tell me you remember four years ago. I do remember that. 
Okay, we do remember that one. <laughs> and that wasn't as big of a, a hit, but we had the exact same issue where one of our borrowers, if not the, one of the biggest, if not the largest borrower of ours, went into default. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another situation which you know really uh, tried the the company and mm-hmm. really uh, questioned, put a lot of questions in the investors' minds and even in some of the staff's minds, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were able to come out of that as well. Yeah, we were. We did have some investor loss of capital. excuse me, during that period of time. Um, It was a very different situation than motion properties. Obviously, motion properties, a lot of that was acquisition of land. Mm -hmm. So much easier to take back through foreclosure, carrying costs, et cetera. With Taylor Built Homes, it was a little different. You know, we we were walking into, you know, midstream construction. We were in the dead of winter taking back properties that had been sitting. Um, You know, that really tested uh, our abilities as a company. Um, we put forth a lot of our, uh, corporate, uh, capital, uh, to help finish these projects on behalf of our investors and return as high of a return as we possibly could to them, given the condition that we were taking back those properties. So I think that's where investors really saw us put forth probably more effort than any private lender out there would have done, um, given the situation that they're in. But it also really started the groundwork for us to start um, self-insuring as a company. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that most listeners know this, but Ignite Funding holds 1% of our entire servicing portfolio um, in a liquid um, or easily liquid environment just in case we have these situations in the future. Um, and if we are able to, we will jump in and we will help as much as we possibly can because we know what our investors mean to us. So that was a tough situation, but ultimately one that, um, you know, as you can see from this chart, we grew out of, um, we resolved all of those loans and we kept going and you can see the trajectory of where we are heading, um, where we want to continue to head. Do looking at this, I'm looking at Q1 and I'm going, hmm, are we going to see a drop off here in uh, in 2023? What do you think, Pat? Well, I hope not. But, uh, you know, if I'm giving you more of a sophisticated answer than that, the answer answer is probably. And the reason behind that is our loan originations comprise of two factors. One and the primary one is loans that have paid off that investors get their money back on and want to reinvest. The secondary part of that is new money, new investors coming to the table, uh, existing clients adding money to their portfolio. Um, Our biggest component right now is the rollovers. Uh, If we look at that history of of, uh, the average duration of 10 months, we would expect our portfolio to turn over more than one time per year, meaning every loan that we originated in 2022 should be paid off this year. So $296 million worth. But as of the delays we just talked about, as of the uh, the supply constraints, the debts, the, the capital markets, um, the ability of borrowers to get us refinanced in a timely manner, mm-hmm. all of that has diminished and added tremendous amount of time and delays to the project. So no, I don't expect our duration to decrease. And therefore, I don't expect our funding numbers to increase this year. It'll be stagnant, just like 
the two periods mm -hmm. we talked about, mm -hmm. but not because of defaults, but because of delays in payoffs. Okay. And how are we, I mean, we talked about two cycles here that we went through over the last 12 years where we had borrower uh, defaults. How have, how are we protecting investors from that in the future? Man, uh, there's a multitude of different ways, but the two biggest issues that we've had with defaults, the motion properties and the tailor built homes were borrowers that had a large, a very large percentage of our portfolio. You know, we've curtailed that back. So no one borrower can have 18% of our portfolio at one, any one period of time. So the biggest hit we could possibly take as an organization is 18% going into default at, by one borrower doing that. Gotcha. Well, it's a good thing I have $3.5 million self-insured on the sidelines for that as well. And that really is us just putting forth that, um, letting our investors know that we're not going to walk away from you uh, should should that situation occur again. And it, and it will. You know, situations like this happen. Um, it's just a matter of how individuals, companies, people um, persevere through those through those times. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us this week on Deeds in the Desert, where short-term investments meet long-term investors. We hope you enjoyed the content so much that you share it with all your friends. Who doesn't like learning about passive fixed income, right? Still hungry for more education? Visit our website at ignitefunding.com. Or if you're ready to take the leap and start investing, give us a call at 702-761-0000 and schedule a free investor consultation.